0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. Future of Radio. The future. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com.
1: I really feel like I need to be wearing my hood to coast medal or shirt around <laughs> everywhere just so I don't have to explain to everyone. You
0: have to keep explaining to people, like, no, I'm not. I'm not hobbling because of something horrible that happened. Well, no in theory well, it in wasn't theory. something horrible but, but yeah. no
1: because i everywhere i go right now i'm walking like i'm stepping on needles and left and right, and I can't walk quite normal, and going upstairs is extremely painful. One of our listeners actually tweeted about it. He said, uh, he went, ran hood to coast, he said, my apartment laundry was downstairs, and I went down, realized I forgot a quarter, and I was devastated because I'd have to <laughs> oh. go back up the stairs. So, yes. yeah, we'll, uh, we'll give you guys the full story on that. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah X. Dillon, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. And
0: we're here. We're so excited. It was because of you guys, the motivation, that we wanted to come back to you. Yes. That we survived the weekend. We did
1: survive. The mountain did not Barely. take us. Kind of. Uh, so uh, <laughs> so we're going to talk all about this here in just a minute. What uh, our experience on Hood to Coast, which if you don't know what Hood to Coast is, you can Google that. It's the world's longest relay race that Sarah and I took part in over this weekend with our team
0: Beer Pressure. Beer Pressure. We had the best shirts. Everywhere we went, people were commenting on they them. They were
1: awesome. So kudos
0: to Dan and Carrie for coming up with that because... Yes it was pretty clever
1: yeah Dan and Carrie did a fantastic mm-hmm. job with all of this so we're gonna we're gonna give you guys the whole rundown of all the things that happened in This it, it was amazing um also, yeah, like we said, just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate all of your support of our show. You know, however however you listen, be it uh, via the free downloads or whether you subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network, which greatly helps us out. It
0: really does. I mean, that significantly helps us continue on. So, I mean, if you can, that's amazing. If you can't, we totally understand. Mm-hmm. The show will always be uh, downloadable for free. But if you can, yeah. know that you are totally making a difference in our lives.
1: Yeah, we mm-hmm. really, really sincerely appreciate it. And, of course, you know, you can always go to uh, funemploymentradio.com. And click on the Amazon link anytime you're going to buy something from there. Which, speaking of sponsors, a couple of quick notes of business before we go any further. Bike Gallery. Of course, one of our fine sponsors here in the Portland area. Yes. We are going to be having our Bike Gallery update tomorrow. I actually rode Challenge. my
0: bike today. And holy... Damn, it was kind of painful. But I yeah. wanted to loosen up my legs because I can barely walk yeah. still, which we will, we will get into talking about. But I mean, I'm just like, all right, I've got to at least move them. So that's the fun thing about biking is because I'm still getting the exercise, but I'm not, you know, like hitting the pavement. Right. Which is good. So it's a different kind. I feel like it's it's loosening up the
1: muscles a little bit. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. So <laughs> so uh, so we'll talk about Bike Gallery tomorrow and get an update on our Bike Gallery Bike Challenge. But we did want to say one more thing about one of our uh, sponsors that we had on last Our great week.
0: new sponsors. So we had uh, Amai... Uh, in last week along with Leah and they came in and talked. So they uh, own the Lost and Found, which is at five four two six North Gay Street, which is right off of Killingsworth. And it is an amazing bar. They have a huge, ba- like they have an amazing front patio. They have all different kinds of drinks and they have quesadillas, which are very, very delicious. They are. They also have a drink named after us, Greg. Yes! It is a, it's a magical drink. It's made with, uh, what is it called? Cherry Bomb Whiskey. Yes. Which is made here in town and soda water and bitters and a crushed orange and it's fucking amazing because I know because I've had one so it's called The Fun Employment so if you ever want to go by if you're in North Portland if you're not in North Portland if you're looking for somewhere to go enjoy the last bits of summer. It's very close to the max stop too so So it's very easy to get to. Yeah it's at uh, 5426 North Gay it's uh, The Lost and Found. Go in check it out they decorated it all themselves I mean this really is kind of a passion project for them and they are great supporters of us
1: Yes, to so go and support them. Yes, and uh, let which I can't them wait know. to visit
0: them this week because I am ready to have some beers this week. <laughs>
1: uh, Andy in the live chat said uh, he had the fun employment at Lost and Found on Saturday night and said it was excellent. Awesome! So that is fantastic. Thank oh, you very much. So refreshing. Yeah, go there. Seriously, you're doing yourself a favor. By Love going you, Andy. To and
0: oh, and there's okay. a Keelan, Tammy, Edward, Carrie. Everybody's in the chat today. Everybody's hey! here.
1: So Sarah and I were out on uh, <sighs> on Friday because, of course, we were running hood to coast. Quick note: a bit, one one more thing about Thursday. You know, Adam Carolla was scheduled to be on. Um, I don't think we've actually I don't had a say, show.
0: I don't want to say when, when we're going to have... No, but okay. we're going to say
1: we did actually hear from Adam directly. We Adam directly Carolla heard from us, him. Um, about the mix-up for Thursday and about Was it
0: downstairs mix-up?
1: There was a downstairs mix-up where he was supposed to be on on Thursday. There was miscommunication on there, and he actually personally called, and uh, so we're, we're setting up another time. Which was time.
0: super red. He didn't have an assistant call. He didn't have anyone no. called. He actually called us and apologized, and we're going to get it all squared away, and... Yeah. We'll let you know. Actually, we won't let you know. We're going to spring them on you. Yeah. Because we already, <laughs> we're <laughs> kind of gun shy at this point. Yeah. But You yeah.
1: did say we're we're working it out, so we're working out uh, another time for that to happen. So yes. there you go. Just so to what let you we're know.
0: saying is like we might say there's a special guest, and you know it might be our amazing special guest like Aaron Durant. It might be Adam Carroll. Yeah. So it, it could be anyone. We're not we're not going to give any forwarding this time. Right.
1: But after. But
0: afterward, we're going to whore the shit out of it. Then
1: we will. Once yeah. we have his <laughs> voice recorded on here, then we will. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk. About oh. what happened this week. Can
0: I tell you really quick how glorious it was to sleep in an actual bed for the first time in three nights last night? Yeah. Sleeping in my own bed.
1: Yeah, that does make a big difference. Yeah. It really does. It does. I, mean, I slept
0: it, for 11 hours, and I don't sleep for 11 hours.
1: Yeah. no, I'm I so tired. I, well, I had to get up pretty early this morning, but I did get some sleep. I will say, I'm a little bit tired myself. A
0: little bit groggy.
1: A little bit groggy. Do you have a little
0: bit of a foggy noggin?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> foggy noggins. Uh, so... Let's start off with this and explain this. So, what we want to do is walk you through what Hood to Coast is and what Sarah and I's experience so let's all was. let settle in down, this.
0: get your beverage of choice. Today, I'm drinking some uh, some Earth Two O water and uh, a little bit of coffee. How about you, Greg? What are you drinking? Are
1: you? Try- oh, wait, we're okay. I have I have coffee over here.
0: No, so grab your beer, grab your coffee, grab your tea. Let's all sit down and have a little story. <laughs> it is a little story.
1: It's story time, with it's Sarah. It's
0: story time.
1: Yes. And Greg. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, so. So Thursday, of course, we did our show a little bit early, um, and then we uh, went home, got packed up, and headed off to the Nike campus. Now, Nike, of course, located just outside of Portland here in the Beaverton Beaverton area, Mm -hmm. and went out to the Nike campus, which is huge. And Sarah had never been there before.
0: I had never been there. The Nike campus is like... It's kind of like a uh, like a cult that I want to join. Yeah, going out there, it's like everything is green. There are waterfalls. It's like uh, nothing I've ever seen before.
1: It is. It's like its own little town. It looks like something. It really is.
0: Yeah, it looks like something that there should be like a biodome over it or something. Like it does look like its own complete separate land. Like it seems Mm -hmm. like everything's different there. The air's a little sweeter. The grass (laughs) is a little greener. Everyone is good looking.
1: They are. God, that is the most
0: intimidating thing. Everyone is like in shape and good looking and And happy
1: and running around
0: happy and doing their stuff. I'm like, oh, God.
1: Yeah. Sarah and I didn't quite fit in. We were. We
0: might not have fit in 100 percent.
1: Everybody has really nice stuff on, too, because they all have Nike gear. (laughs) Uh, So with there, though, for the for the Nike pre party, because, um, you know, Dan works actually a lot of our team. That we were on for Hood to Coast. So there's 12 people on the team, six people in two different vans, and that's how the relay works. So it goes one through 12 and then starts over, each person doing three legs. Mm. So we had 12 people on our team, and a lot of, a good majority of them worked for Nike. So yeah. that's why we were able to go to the Nike pre party, which was going on, which I had heard from somebody that Hope Solo was going to be there. And uh, let me just say, I never saw Hope Solo, but I did not stop looking the entire time. But people
0: were actually saying there because I thought it was just someone fucking with you. But actually, when we were there, I heard a legit Nike employee saying, like, Hope Solo is supposed to be coming by, maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But she never did,
0: and Greg weeped tears of sadness. I
1: was looking the entire time, like, where's Hope Solo? Where's Hope Solo? (laughs) Yeah, he was totally distracted.
0: I'm trying to sit there as, like, my, my buddy in crime. I'm just like, Greg... Greg I feel really out of place here Greg everyone's and Greg's just like staring around open mouth trying to find Hope Solo <laughs> and I'm <just> like <laughs> oh come on sorry
1: Hope Solo just accidentally bumped into you there. Is just trying to see, uh, see what's going on yeah no Hope Solo was supposed to be there I didn't see her though but I'm assuming I'm assuming she did show up at some point
0: oh sure she did yes maybe she was just waiting for the creepy guy with his mouth uh, agape
1: a, <laughs> a I probably make. wouldn't have been the only guy like that yeah. uh, so so hung out at the Nike party and then decorated our vans which is what part of what everybody does so for a hood to Coast, and this is just to explain a little bit more about how it actually works mm-hmm. so each team has two vans and that's how that is so there's just thousands of vans that take part in this thing. Mm-hmm. There are about 25,000 people, 1,000 teams that take place in in Hood to Coast, you know, with God, all the drivers and all that stuff. And then the walking group and then the high school group, all these different things. Mm-hmm. And so there's just tons of vans and everybody decorates them different and has their own things uh, on them just to just kind of mark them in for fun. Yeah. And so our team, Beer Pressure, you know, we had a whole... whole time there where we're decorating the vans and sure. then uh, and then went off to uh went off to Dan's place where Sarah and I and a bunch of the team were staying just so that we could get up and head straight up to the mountain.
0: Yeah, because since we were in the first leg you have to start cuz last time we did head to coast uh we were in the second van which means we didn't have to be there till you know like 11 12 right. 11 a.m. 12 noon, you know like so because we didn't have to drive all the way to the top of the mountain. This time however, you have to be at the mountain like, you know, an hour and a half in advance to make sure which made us have to be there by about six thirty in the morning. Yeah, getting we were up there up at right about 4.00. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, we were up there around that. Yeah, and got up about four. Yeah, and so four, since thirty, right in there.
0: And since there's the whole team, like basically there are about six of us staying at this house. Uh, <laughs> Greg and I slept in, t- in bunk beds, Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, so everyone else had claimed the like the the beds and the couches and stuff. And so it's like, all right, so we're sleeping in bunk beds, which was funny. I have not slept in a bunk bed. I can't even remember how long. Yeah, it was like well, a child's. It was,
1: it was Dan's kids. It was yeah. Dan, yeah bunk it was beds.
0: yeah. It was Dan's kids bunk beds, and so Greg and I <laughs> slept in bunk beds. Which,
1: which was before anybody says anything. The kids weren't there. They were staying at a different house, so we didn't kick the kids out of their beds. No, the kids. The kids were. That, else. You were
0: concerned that someone was going to say, "What happened to the children?" Yes.
1: Uh, yeah. Somebody oh, okay. Totally would. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, that's so we slept in bunk beds, which surprisingly, uh, pretty comfortable. I have to say.
1: Yeah, not bad. I, however, though I was. So I ran the first leg, and I was scheduled to do this, and which means I, I'm the first one to do it. And I have to admit that first night I was starting to get pretty nervous about it. Yeah, that's when it was really sinking in. Like, because yeah, you were saying shit. you
0: didn't even sleep very much, right?
1: I didn't. I didn't sleep very much at all. <laughs> I maybe got a couple hours of sleep that night, and I went to bed in plenty of time. You know, to get to get a good probably six hours of sleep, but I, I maybe slept two of that. Oh yeah, I think that. I
0: slept a good like. Uh like three hours, maybe? Yeah. Because I kept waking up, and then I would think about it. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm going to be running mm-hmm. a little bit. Oh, my God, oh, my God. And then you, then you can't shut your brain off.
1: My entire dream was terrifying things about like imagining running hood to coast and imagining falling as soon as I start running mm-hmm. and like then disappointing the 11 other people on our team and disqualifying it. That was what was terrifying me. I was like, everybody's depending on me to start this off. Right. And I'm running down this giant hill and we'll get into that. But that was what my entire What, then, what was your dream were. Like
0: you fell off the side of the cliff.
1: My nightmares were that I was going to start running and I was going to like tr- not even though I'd fall off a cliff that I would do something way more typical of me, which is like trip myself and like fall down the hill, like just trip. Over my own feet and like snap something and then just ruin the whole rest of the thing for everyone. That was
0: what you were dreaming. Oh that's my what god. I was dreaming. I was
1: so scared I was going to mess it up for everyone else. So and it wasn't even the fact of me getting hurt that was. Yeah, that's not re- even really what bothered me. I was like, oh my god, I'm going to disappoint all of these people. Yeah, I'm you don't want to disappoint everybody. Yeah. Well, because so, that's
0: the thing that keeps you going as you're doing it. As, uh, yeah, as you're running, all you have to think is like eleven other people are relying on me to get from point A to point B. Yeah, they're all like, You've got to do, do it. You've got to do it. There's nothing. That, everyone's waiting for you. Yeah. You're being timed right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You have no choice in this matter. Mm-mm. You have to do well, it. Well, you
0: have a choice, but that choice was out the window as soon as you signed up for the race. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Once <laughs> you, you sign
1: up, You have a choice up, to in. not
0: participate. However, once you make the decision to become part of a relay team, that's it. You guys are all 100%. Yeah. You yeah.
1: have to run that uh, that baton that, distant, that distance, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can do that for you. You can't sub in anyone, really, and, yeah, you, you've got to do it. So
0: Greg it. did the first leg. So we got up to the top of Mount Hood, which was awesome. So we finally get up there. It's freezing. To Timberline Lodge. Oh, yeah, yeah. to Timberline Lodge, mm-hmm. which I have lived in Oregon now for over 11 years. I have never been to Timberline Lodge. It was awesome. So in case in case you don't know, Timberline Lodge is the front that they used for the hotel in th- this little movie you might have heard of called The Shining.
1: Yeah, that's it's outside shots of Timberline. Yeah,
0: so it's outside shots of Timberline. I have never been inside Timberline. I've never been near it. I've never been. I've never actually been that on, in that area of Mount Hood. Like I've driven over Mount Hood several times. Right. Um. But yeah, just seeing Timberline Lodge for the first time and getting to go inside and look at all of the. It's it, pretty incredible. The, it's gorgeous.
1: Very historic. I think it's one of the largest log log buildings well, in the, the Well, the
0: beams that they had were full trees. Like, yeah. it, it was insane how much wood there was in mm-hmm. there. Oh, and it was just... It was gorgeous. And so, you know, like, everyone else has been to Timberline Lodge a billion times before and I'm just
1: like, oh, my God. Well, I think there's a lot of people that maybe haven't. I just take it for granted because I've skied for so many years, you know, especially when I was a kid, all the time, so... You know, it was no big deal to me anymore. But since I hadn't been there for a while either, I forgot how amazing it really Mm -hmm. is up there. Like, in all historic. And did you know it used to be a brothel? I was reading all the the history stuff. Yeah, it turned into a brothel. A brothel brothel. on
0: top of a mountain?
1: Yeah. In the 50s, it's turned into a gambling and brothel house, and then they had to shut it down.
0: Ah. Well, I didn't see that. All I saw was... I think someone's out in the hallway. All I saw uh, were all the pictures. I did not realize that uh, in, like, the 40s and such... Uh, that people would actually go skiing in, like, dresses and business suits. Yes. That's so funny. Yeah. No, so they have all this history inside. They even have, you know, a picture of, uh, you know, the Shining uh, in this, like, photo display. They have displays in there of, like, what uh, the houses with, like, the bunks for the snow patrol and stuff used to look like Mm -hmm. years and years ago. And snowed. it was just... It was so neat. And so being in there... So that was the calm before the storm because I just wanted to stay in there for as long as we could because I knew once we left, then the race was going to start.
1: Yeah. So they start people off... Uh, basically, everybody kind of gathers in the parking lot there at Timberline. And they have a huge giant... I'm going to just fun. post
0: some... I'm going to start posting pictures as we talk. Okay. And about we'll get the some things of these up, reference. Uh,
1: on our website, too, and on the, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. But if you're in the live chat, go in there right now. Or if you're listening live, um, you can pop in there and take a look at some of these. So they have, th- like, the giant start... Mm-hmm. Sign like huge gates that you walk through to start it, and they they're sending people off every fifteen minutes. So I, I don't know when it started. Like 6 I think it started about six
0: a.m. Yeah. And so
1: the slower the team is, because you have to put in what your average time is for your runners, the slower your team is, the closer to the very start that you that they start that team, because it's going to take you longer to run the entire thing. Mm. And we were we were towards the start, towards the beginning of the yeah. So of the like team. it starts so, at
0: six. We we left at eight. Yeah, we left. at Yeah.
1: So there were some slower teams before. You know, before us. But then the really fast teams don't leave until like, I don't know, like 6 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, they, they get, we get like a 14 hour head start on some of them, or, or even, le- I don't know, right around there. So, um, so it started at 8 a.m. and, I was the first runner, and lim- I was I was freaking out. I'm yeah. Just right now, I'm thinking about it like, holy shit. Well, I because so we kept nervous.
0: driving up the mountain, you realize how steep it is and how long it is. Like, I don't know. Oh yeah. Until it's- you're finally analyzing like how, because we know the end point from when Greg was stopping his leg, because you can see the first exchange, which is what they call the places where you exchange the baton. Basically, it's a snap bracelet that has like a computer chip in it that mm-hmm. you trade from person to person that tracks your time throughout the entire thing. Right. So you can see the exchange point at the bottom of the mountain. Then we start driving up the mountain, and it just seems like it's going for. Ever. It's
1: I believe it was about I can't remember it's like exactly. six miles? Yeah, well it was about six miles, but the elevation drop.
0: It was about five thousand was it two thousand. I, I think, think it, was it was like two thousand feet yeah.
1: that you have to drop an elevation, which kept- is really steep. And Over it just kept miles. going
0: and going and going And as we are like driving up I'm just thinking in my head I'm like holy shit
1: Greg's going to have to run this whole entire thing And that's what I was thinking too And like.
0: it's on the side like You had to run on the side of the mountain That mm-hmm. was on the side of a cliff yeah, On a mountain mm-hmm. with a railing That was only about two feet tall
1: No, uh, yeah, it With was gravel
0: on the side That you could easily slip and fall off the side Of a fucking mountain
1: And it's really narrow there Where you have to run too Because the cars are going past you on your left And there's a cliff on your right It was terrifying So I'm standing there at the start Finally it gets to be about 8am Where it's my turn to run and um, there's something here that I'll come back to, but I had had some pants on to keep warm, and I had taken those off. You know, not naked. I have my running shorts on underneath. Took my shoe off for a second and put my shoe back on. There's something that happened right there that I've traced it back to. That I'll come I'll come back to here in a minute. That will okay. explain a lot of what happened later on to me later that day. One little thing taking those pants off and putting my shoe back on affected the rest of my entire trip. <laughs> this this five-second thing.
0: Keelan points out, usually Greg is so calm, cool, and collected. I find it rather odd he was freaking out about something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was freaking
1: out on the inside more than anything else. Yeah. I, I was freaking out on the inside. So, I'm standing up there. Oh, by the way, apparently I was on the news, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I heard from one of our other teammates who was in Van 2, so she was still at home at that point, and she said that... Uh, because they had all the news crews up there. I guess I was on the news for the start huh. of it. Huh.
0: I was, I was specifically hiding from any news crew Ooh. that there was. I'm like, I don't want anyone to see what I look like right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so I'm standing there, and I started off... I don't know. Maybe there was 50 people, 100 people that started with me at the same time. You know, because at, at each 15-minute interval. There were a lot of other people standing there at the start line. And so finally, they count it down, and they're like, Go! and they you just start running out the out the gate of this thing mm-hmm. and immediately i was passed by probably about 20 people <laughs> <laughs> within the first within the first hundred yards 20 people just flew by me and now we were not in this race to win anything we're just in that to do our best and i knew you know i'm not the fastest guy out there i'm not the slowest either but i'm definitely not the fastest there were some fast people and as soon as everybody started passing me like well that's uh that's the way that's gonna be because i can't go any faster than they are (laughs) this is just just gonna have to do it how i do it and so i'm running down this steep steep hill and I'm feeling, since all these people totally passed me up, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to take forever. <laughs> and that's when instantly I'm like, it, it all came back to me from running it before. I'm like, stay, going through my head, like, uh, 11 people are depending on me. I'm going to set us behind already. Already oh, we're going to be slow. Oh, Greg. Oh, old Greg. going to mess the team up forever. Old Oh, Greg
0: messing it up again. Oh,
1: man, everybody's going to be so disappointed. And... So I'm running. I'm like, well, I can only go as fast as I can go. And that was part of it. It was a little bit freaky. As much shit as I gave you about running on the side of a cliff, mm-hmm. running along that little guardrail. Running rail,
0: on the side of a cl- cliff? Was it a little scary?
1: It, you know, the cliff was scary. What also scared me was the guardrail really was only about two feet tall, and it was really thin metal. Oh, yeah. It looked like razor sharp. And you're, Oh, yeah.
0: It would have just sliced you on your way down. It wouldn't that's, prevent anything. That's what I
1: was thinking yeah. about. Like I'm like, if I trip... It's not the cliff that It's cutting that off scares your leg me. and then you're falling off a cliff. No, it was my face. I was like, I'm going to fall face first onto this sharp metal thing slamming forward as fast as I'm running. And that's, I'm going to slice myself open. So all these horrible things are going through my head as I'm running. And then I, then you try to combat it and you're like, no, I should be enjoying this. Oh, God, no. What if I fall? Because
0: let me just oh. give you a hint about this, Greg. You know this. You never enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> when you're running, you don't enjoy it. There are little blips here and there that like it's beautiful to look at. And like that you have like mini minuscule Times that you're running, where it's like, wow, this is pretty cool. The, yeah. Those are a, a speck; they're a, they a grain of salt. Yeah. Compared to the, enjo- the entire like salt shaker full of all the time that it sucks when you're running. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's it. True. I mean, there is there is like there are. Tiny good parts while you're running, and I'm not saying the experience as a whole. I'm saying specifically while you're running.
1: Yeah, just the running. part The running part. part. Yeah, because yeah. it's the rest of the experience is what makes it amazing. Yeah, but yeah, there's that that part. Mm-hmm. I think there's a picture of me running down the hill. That's it's on my Facebook page that you took while I was running. Would you mind grabbing that? I will. Um. So yeah, so I'm I'm running down there, and finally I get to the bottom, and I get to the to the interchange, and I passed off to Carrie. And I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, that was a lot of work, and I was running downhill. But that's when I found out I apparently ran faster than I really have ever run before. Granted, dropping the altitude and running downhill. (laughs) Granted,
0: gravity helped. (laughs) Gravity helped out a lot
1: with that. But still, I was pretty proud of myself. I ran under eight-minute miles, which for me, I know a lot of other people are faster. For me, that was very fast. Mm -hmm. I was pretty proud of myself for that. However, I get down there you know, having some water, recovering a bit, feeling good, and that's when... I notice I'm feeling in my foot. I'm like, huh, What's what feels wrong with my shoe? What's that going on in there? And I take off my shoe, and that's when I find a tiny little pebble.
0: A pebble, you say? A tiny pebble. A pebble.
1: A tiny pebble had been lodged on the inside of my right foot in between the side of the shoe and the side of my foot, where it had been rubbing. I'm like, oh, well, that's probably not good, but... I'm just going to ignore that for right now. So the entire time I was running, I couldn't feel it because I was so amped up and paying attention to running. I didn't feel this thing rubbing against my foot until I was started walking. And that's when I uh, yeah, that, that's when I realized that. And I, and I kind of just put a pin in it. And I was like, well, I'm not going to worry about that right now. Yeah. We'll think about that later. We'll, we'll think so about so it later. So we'll come back on. to that part. And then um, Carrie ran hers mm-hmm. and ran also very fast. Yeah on her leg and then that's when you were getting ready to run and then yours. i
0: finally did oh my god so i ran my first one which was fun because my first leg was my shortest was my easiest like basically they rank everything from easy medium hard very hard mm-hmm. that's what they do and so this first one of mine was easy and it totally was like it um like the last time i ran it that one was listed as easy as well but it was like up and down rolling hills and it fucking sucked i but will this say one, mine
1: was ranked as very hard that first one was, was it very hard do you think one. Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For me, yes.
0: Well, mine, I think it was easier medium or something, but regardless, it was just like a gradual decline, like on the side of a highway, which was neat because as you're running, I think as we were doing this, I was trying to pinpoint the things, you know, because everyone kept asking us, why do you do this? Why do you do this? What is?" Mm-hmm. I think what, one of the things about it that's neat is the fact that you get to see things from an entirely different perspective that not very many people do.
1: That is, that is a great You know, great like,
0: running point. on the side of a... Free, so I think I ran from, I don't know, from wherever Carrie passed off to me to Rhododendron.
1: Yes. That's, okay. where, that's yeah. where... That's where you passed it off? Yeah, rhododendron? that's where okay. I passed it
0: off. So, um, so I was running... And it, it is neat to actually run on the side and, like, actually look in the woods and see all of the weird shit that you just pass by in your car that you would never notice. Yeah. Like, there are so many different, like... Cabins and broke down cars and weird things moving around, like actually running by and being able to look inside of the woods. Yeah. Like there's some creepy stuff out there, which I know we'll talk about in a second, but there's some creepy stuff happening in the woods on the mountain. You know, they are cabins with just weird like cabins that look like they haven't been lived in for years, but they have a new car parked in front of them and like weird shit.
1: And that's the thing about the mountains in Oregon. Like everybody drives past these things, but you never actually look. Mm -mm. You never see that. Or you just hardly even pay attention. You just go straight to the ski ski resorts, or you go straight over the mountain to Central Oregon. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. There's a lot of weird shit. Up
0: yeah, there. it was. Yeah, Kenny's saying it's a cabin in the woods. It totally yeah. was. There, there were tons of cabins in the woods, so I kept looking over and staring at that because I just could not. It was it was great. Like the explorer in me wanted to the the investigator in me wanted to like stop and go and like look at all the creepy cabins because mm-hmm. they were awesome. But then I'd probably be shot because I'd be trespassing. Oh yeah. So yep. we ran that. I, too, ran fast for me. Yeah, you did great. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the fastest runner, but I, I'm i steady. I'm steady. You're
1: slow and steady wins the race. I have to race. say, the
0: entire time that I ran, the 17, the 16.97 miles I ran mm-hmm. over the course of, I calculated over the course of 22 hours. Mm-hmm. I did not walk once. That's awesome. I ran the entire time.
1: That's awesome. Which was,
0: which is really hard for me because the first year I did it, I'm going to say it, the first year I did it, I would totally run then walk. I would mm-hmm. run, walk, run, walk. And there's nothing wrong with that there's either. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Just for me, I wanted to prove that I could do it. And yes. So like, I might have been running fucking slow. Mm-hmm. I might have been shuffling along, but I was still at a, a slow running gait. Yes. The entire time,
1: and I I uh, I will say something about that too. Coming up here in a minute, but yeah, yeah. that is that is fantastic. And so then
0: I got that. back to the car, and so uh, we passed off to Corey, mm-hmm. who was awesome. She was on our team as well, so she is in leg four. So we passed off to her. So um, a lot of the longer legs, what you do is like stop halfway through and see if the person needed some water. Yes, yeah, so you they drive need, you ahead can,
1: in your van. Yep, so you yeah. drive
0: ahead because you're always driving to the next exchange. And so uh, you know you'll ask the person like, do you think you'll need some water? So you just stop and wait just in case to see if they need like a sip of water or something. Yeah,
1: like if it's a five mile run, you'll stop like three miles. In Mm -hmm. down the road and just, yeah, wait for them to pass. And then if they need water, whatever. Yeah. So we were doing that for Corey and on her run, which was, I believe we were just past Zigzag when this, uh, where we pulled over. And you just kind of find a spot on the side of the road, like a turnout.
0: You just stand there, yeah, a turnout where you're not in anybody's way, where you can just sit there and Mm -hmm. like eat some snacks, drink some water, cheer on everybody, which is the funnest thing because everyone's passing by you and everyone's just like cheering for everybody else. Yeah. And it's great. It's great. It's really, um, it's a neat thing. So anyway, we're waiting for Corey and in the meantime, so Greg, I see him pull out the Adderall, which is our recording device that you are listening to this fine podcast on right now. Yeah. It's uh it's our recording device that we use and Greg brought it so that we could record some of the stuff from the weekend. And so Greg was over on the side of the van and I was talking to somebody else and Greg made a discovery yes. that was pretty amazing.
1: This is, and we actually got the discovery live on this recording. Yes. So we're standing on the side of the road, waiting for Corey. We're next to these, just kind of, I think really I even set woods. the stage, but yeah. yeah, there's this one small street with a whole bunch of creepy little cabins and houses in the background. And I'm actually describing Again, this- Again, like
0: windows boarded up, but cars in the driveway. It didn't make any sense.
1: It didn't. And, no. And as I'm describing this, I start walking back into the woods a little bit just to get a better look at the houses. And that's when a discovery is made. So maybe we should just play the audio from this. <gasps>
0: Yes. Then, Do you, oh, I forgot you got the audio. Yes.
1: Yeah. I've got, I've got the audio. It's about a minute and a half of audio, just kind of as, as the whole team discovers this. And, um, and then we'll post a picture here in the chat. Yeah, and I it'll have be it. on our Facebook page as well, mm. where you can see this. But here's, uh, here's some of the audio live from that. All right. So we're sitting right now in between leg four and five off the side of the highway in the middle of nowhere next to some strange houses where it looks like probably murders and body parts are stored. There's weird piping these people have run There is literally Wow, I just walked off the side of the road There is literally a bathtub in the middle of a dugout hole Sitting right next to me I am going to have to get a picture of this Sarah, you're going to need to see this over here Um, So there's uh, very bizarre things Oh no, did you see the murder bathtub where people are buried in? That's uh that's what happens. Please Holy take a we take a picture of that so someone that Someone can... dug a
0: ditch and put a murder person. Yes, that's I'm exactly that what right someone now. did.
1: Someone dug a ditch and placed a bathtub um, in it.
0: what the fuck is that? So
1: that's this will be reference uh, reference picture that we'll uh, put up picture number 1 will be of that. Well, I don't know whether it'll be number 1. Anyway, um Whoa. Yeah, so we're off the side of the road. We're on John Paul Jones mm-hmm. Avenue off of the Mount Hood Highway for yeah, any kind of a point. Yeah, we're telling our van mates, so van one consists of myself, Dan, Carrie, Carrie's brother Barry, and Corey, who is running right now and then of course Sarah. Are uh, no, you a bones in there? no, there's a murder pit with a bathtub in it. Somebody dug out a grave and put an empty bathtub There was a body in there. Oh, that's the way to you picture. I got, yeah. Yeah, will you post that picture, Sarah? That is awesome. So yes, go.
0: the murder. But then we just like clearly went to murder bathtub. However, it did not make sense that there was a full on. I swear you can see from the picture I posted in the chat and we'll put it on uh, on our website. That is a out grave. Like it isn't a, it isn't a natural formation. It isn't a Greg. Am I right? No, that you're was right. dug out. It was dug out in the shape of I kid you not like a coffin or a, bath, a bathtub. It was exactly shaped like a coffin.
1: It- It is really odd. I mean, maybe it's not a murder bathtub, but I have no explanation for why that is there. So it's about 20 feet off the road. and
0: Behind a thicket.
1: Behind a thicket, but it's far away from the houses that were back there. I mean, far enough. Probably a good 150 feet from the houses or something like that. So it's just right there. There's nothing around there. There's not even really a walkway to it. It doesn't make any sense why that is there. No.
0: And why would
1: someone Why
0: uh, would someone have dug out a hole to just place a bathtub in it and then not cover it
1: or yeah. anything.
0: It was just it was weird. Yeah. It's like one of these this does not belong in nature. Like creepy cabins make sense. A hole dug out the size of a, a bathtub sized hole dug out with a bathtub inside of it just in the middle of nowhere is kind of weird.
1: It's kind of weird. Yeah. You have to admit no matter what even though I know there's people saying well there's you know different reasons it could be it's weird. It's weird. There's there's no question. Maybe it's not for murdering. I'm saying that's pretty damn obvious.
0: It pretty much looks like whatever a murder bathtub is. I think that's what that's, it is. that's what
1: a murder. That's <laughs> the that only is a murder bathtub. logical conclusion is that it is in fact a murder bathtub. Yes, that's that's actually what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I think there's no other question. Unless someone com- can come up with something else, I don't think there yeah, is. I don't think I don't,
0: think, think, there's I don't think there's any other logical explanation. Greg, nope, nope. murder
1: none bathtub. none
0: whatsoever. Murder bathtub. <laughs> so
1: so after the murder bathtub, and we handed Corey some water. I think as she she ran by, and then we went up to the next. Uh, The next interchange is, Mm -hmm. and then um, Barry ran, and Dan ran, and as Dan was running, so he's the sixth leg, and at that interchange, which is at the Safeway in Sandy, that's where you hand off to the second van of people. So the first six people run in van one, and then you get a break while the other van is running. Yeah. So you get like, you know, a few hours, six hours, something like that of kind of downtime. Um, While we were out there, though, got to see John and Kathleen. Which was awesome. John and Kathleen. So just so you guys
0: know, you hear us talk about John and Boring. He's an actual real person Yes He is And he brought uh, an amazing sign Which, John, you
1: totally made us look
0: cool In front of our teammates, by the way Oh, uh, yeah,
1: dude yeah. Seriously You totally yeah.
0: made us look awesome But it's like, wait, you, someone has a sign for you and it's like, yeah, that's
1: awesome Yeah, no, yeah, you made us look badass And John
0: brought his lovely wife, Kathleen And then their two dogs, Lola and Roxy
1: Okay, good. I'm glad you remembered them. No,
0: of course okay. they're dogs. Of course I remember their names. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who were just amazing, and yes, yeah, so we got to hang out with uh, with John and Kathleen and Lola and Roxy for a little bit, and then onward and upward where we got our we got our first like four hours of rest. Yeah. So basically downtime. Yeah. yeah. So we get downtime. So since we're the first van, one, two, three, four, five, six have run, then it's time to pass off to the second van where seven through twelve run yeah. before it's our turn again. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, ended up getting to rest. Got to go uh, to Corey's house, which was awesome, because her apartment or her condo place,
1: wherever it was... Yeah, her homeowners association. I think yeah. they, own, they own a property, basically, with a giant, huge lodge and swimming pool and showers. Which, let me just say, a shower is becomes such a commodity Mm -hmm. when you're running Hood to Coast because you're sweaty and you're stinky and everyone's in the same van and the smells start coming in. Mm -hmm. Having a shower, being able to take a shower is a huge deal. It is. It is a big deal.
0: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: And not everybody gets to do it if you don't have a place to go where there are showers. They actually
0: have places along the course where people will like open their houses to like charge for showers. I mean it's a money making thing Like, because oh, sure. some people don't have places to go shower but they're like hey five bucks you can come into my house and take a shower. Oh sure. Yeah so I saw those like signs along the road like need a shower? Come here we have hot water. Oh
1: that's what those meant because I saw them when I was running yeah. and I didn't really understand. No
0: people will actually like but. You know, the, so it's a commodity that's okay. that's wanted it by is. people who, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a big deal. So, so, we were very, very thankful that we were able to go there and get into a pool, which was awesome. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Although we got some strange looks from uh, the other people that were part of the HOA. Yes, uh, <laughs> but, but did that? Got to take a break and then got ready for leg thirteen, which was when I, I took. You know, that was my run, and that's when our van picked it up again mm-hmm. from the first van. So this was at Oaks Park. Was where the exchange was, which was
0: such a clusterfuck.
1: Now let me say this: this this Lake Thirteen was supposed to be originally. It's like four and a half miles, (laughs) and it start. You know, usually every year it starts underneath the Hawthorne Bridge. You pick it up and you run. Oh, that was me. Sorry. Um, And you run it from there up, basically to Highway Thirty up into, uh, uh, you know, up towards the St. John's Bridge. Mm. But instead, this year, because there's construction down there. They decided to move the interchange to Oaks Park, which added an extra three miles of very hot <laughs> running down the spring water corridor where you're in the sun the entire time. So I got an extra three miles tagged on to basically make it seven and a half miles. I think it was 7.3 or something like that.
0: Yeah. It was something ridiculous in the middle. And it was still sunny outside, too. Oh,
1: it was it nice was and hot. Warm. It was quite warm. It was quite This toasty. was uh, 5.30 or 6 when I took over. No, actually, I remember exactly. It was like 5... 5.42, I think, is when I took the handoff. Okay. Because I looked at my watch when I grabbed it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to be running for the next hour and 20 minutes in this, and that's how I was keeping <laughs> track of it. Let me say, that was one of the most difficult runs I've ever had in my life. Even, it was up there with the, the run from the first year that I did it, where I almost got heat stroke. Okay. It was hard.
0: Yeah, you, were, you looked pretty miserable.
1: I was very tired. I have to say, I don't think I was in quite the shape I was two years ago. I learned a lesson on training. I should have trained more for this, and I should have trained more in running in the sun because I hate running in the heat. That is what will kill me. I will run. I would rather run twelve miles at night than run three miles in the beating sun. Mm-hmm. I, I would. I would take that change. But that's you know that's your leg, and you got to run it. Yeah. So that's so that's what I did, and it was about a mile into it. That's when I really started noticing. The results of that pebble. <laughs> so I had seen it when we were at the pool actually. I had taken a look at my foot and I was like huh. Well that's quite a little blister that's starting to form up there. And, I, and at first I was just going to ignore it and I think it was a big deal. And Dan saw it and he's like oh dude you better tape that up. That's probably already too late. What <laughs> oh are you doing? Oh god that was
0: so gross. And I'm like oh
1: it is? I don't know. What What do you mean? I was like oh that's going to get worse. <laughs> just not thinking about it because I hadn't hurt yet. It was just like a little bubble on the side of my foot. Okay. Yeah, bubble. Uh, well okay I'm just going to say a little bit of Graphicness, not too graphic, but as I was running that first mile, I really started to notice it. And I started being like, "Oh, I can actually feel my feel my." You foot can feel rubbing.
0: your what your heartbeat in your foot.
1: <laughs> I can feel it rubbing against the <laughs> foot. I can feel it. Oh, what's that? Oh, why is it? Oh, why is it doing that? And it it basically, I felt it getting bigger, and then I felt <gasps> okay. it start tearing. Okay, and then it started hurting bad. It's it it was like shooting pain in my foot. It was like some people it was like somebody was taking sandpaper and scraping raw skin scraping your raw skin every time I put my foot down. That's kind of what it felt like. And it uh, it was it was not fun. It was not a yeah, good Yeah, that sounds
0: really gross. So Yes, and I saw it too. That thing started out as like the size of a probably like a pea and when, when yeah. we finally saw it it was the size of a quarter.
1: Oh, it's bigger than that. Yeah. yeah. It was gross. Oh, no, it's, there
0: no no photographic evidence needs to be done with that.
1: There are photographs. It's okay. Okay, well, we can, show. You can so, just keep those to yourself. So as that was happening, um, I did, and I hated this. I did have to walk for just a little bit, like a sped walk, because I was trying to figure out what to do with this foot, because it was hurting so bad. I'm like, okay, what am I doing here? i got to figure out a strategy on how to run on this thing. So, so I walked just a little bit. I sped walk. I really hated the fact that I had to do that, but I had to figure out what was going on with this foot. Mm-hmm. And so I did that, but then I was like, okay, well, this is it. I guess there's nothing I can do. I, I contemplated, like, should I tape it up? Should I try to get something to tape it up right yeah. now? Or, but there's there's nobody around that you can do that. I don't have anything with me. I'm like, well, fuck it. I guess I just got to run on it. Yeah. And it's just going to hurt. So this is what I'm going to do. And so so I picked it up and, uh, and went back to running on it. And I will say this. After about another mile, it just kind of went numb.
0: Yeah That's so, what you have to do You just have to Get through the pain Because there's nothing You could do about
1: it That mile between When it started And when it went numb That, that mile sucked mm-hmm. That wasn't fun Yeah So <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that If you saw me And actually as, Apparently some of our friends Saw me This was right around OMSI When this was going on Okay um, Apparently some of my friends uh, Some of our friends Saw us Or uh, saw me doing that And uh, he wrote on my Facebook page He's like Yeah I saw you around OMSI You looked like you were Really involved in something So didn't want to bother you <laughs> 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 I probably looked very unhappy
0: Yes I'm sure you did
1: Yeah uh, So so anyway, kept on kept on going. And you cross the Hawthorne Bridge, and you go down, in and you run down Waterfront Park. And here's where the second part of this run happened, the sep- second adventure of this. Mm-hmm. There were these... Okay, you hear us talk about shit apples. I refer yes. to them as shit apples oh based God, off of uh, Trailer apples. Park Boys. Yep. The little shit kids.
0: Do you want to describe what a shit apple is to people who might not know?
1: A shit apple is basically... They're probably in every city, but we have them in downtown Portland, and they seem to be taking over the very beautiful waterfront. We Park. have
0: them by uh, by the dozens,
1: by the dozens, yes. uh, by the hundreds, by the hundreds. They are those kids who probably are coming in from the suburbs. They like to act like they're homeless, mm-hmm. even though the majority of them are not. They're all in good health. They can all go do something, but they come into the city, especially during the summer, pretend like they're homeless um, and, and are giant assholes, and are basically that's their whole thing. They do is they're just assholes. And they're assholes to everyone around them. And they just fuck with people. And especially there was a bunch of them actually on that leg where they're all smoking and blowing smoke at all the runners as you're running by. Mm -hmm. And these shit apples downtown, let me just say I got pretty pissed off. Were
0: they fucking with you?
1: They did fuck with me. And they were fucking with the other runners in front of me. So you're running through this, you know, and at this point it's spread out. So it's not like there's there's a ton of people there. You know, it's probably one person every 30... Every every couple of minutes, yeah, that's running by because by that time the race everyone's kind of stretched out. out, yeah, yeah. And so, but there was a guy in front of me, probably about fifty yards in front of me, and I was watching him as he was running. And there was this group of kids that were standing there on the railing, and they waited until right when he ran by, and they turned around. And this guy brought his hands together, went bam, and snapped his hands, and, like clapped them right in the guy's ear. Oh as my he ran god! By. Like this poor dude had already run like four and a half miles. He's in the sun. He's in his zone, and he's not bothering anybody. And this little little shit apple smacked right in his ear and totally I'm threw the guy off. I'm surprised the
0: shit apple didn't get punched in the face. He
1: should have. If that had happened to me, I would have I would have fucking punched him. Yeah. I absolutely would have. And then I... Because I saw that and so I'm just sitting there glaring at this this kid. I'm like, oh, just you go ahead and try that right now, dude. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to take that well. Yeah. And I glared at him the entire way so he, since I had seen it, he didn't do it to me. hmm But instead, there was another group of shit apples on the side and this dude that I passed by them it was this kid he looked like he was I mean I can't tell the difference in ages a kids yeah me neither I would guess 18-ish okay. maybe younger than that maybe he was 16 I don't know I can't tell the difference um, but he he saw me run by and he stopped he was there with his girlfriend and turned around and started running alongside of me like mimicking me <gasps> like doing a, doing no, sex I like kind of had my head down I'm breathing heavy and, and he started running next to me doing that exact same thing just out of arm's reach because I tell you I'll say right now if he had been within his arm's reach I was not having a good time, I totally would have fucking punched him. Yeah. I, I would have cuz I was just, you know.
0: Well, it's not like there's anybody monitoring no. stuff down there anyway because you probably could have since again,
1: Portland place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, way to go. Way to let people uh, the little fucking shit ha- shit apples run the waterfront. That yeah. kind of
1: seems like what's going on at that point. It is. And I'm I'm going to say this is what I did because I I wanted this kid away from me. I just turned around and I looked at him and I said, "I will fuck you up." <laughs> and that's what I told him. And I I was so red and sweaty. And Matt, he got the point. Did he? Yeah. I was like, I will fuck you up. And so so this kid, he stopped. He stopped and ran off.
0: Did he so, really? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah.
1: I mean, and, and normally I am not that kind of a person. I'm not a fighter. I'm not that kind of a dude. But I was like, this guy better get away from me right now because I'll, I was just You're infuriated.
0: mad and you want to take it out on somebody.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, and you're mocking me, dude. Come on. Get away from me. So that's that's what I that's that's what happened, that's what happened. So uh, anyway, went past that, ended up making the run. It was uh, it was difficult, but I did it, and I'm not saying mine is any more difficult than anybody else's because mm-hmm. everybody else is going through the same thing. But it was uh, I felt good about myself that I that I made it through that. Heck yeah, because you know that was that was tough, and it was after that that we once we stopped and I handed off to Carrie. That's when I saw the side of my foot, and yeah, it was it's it it's was gnarly. Gross. It was
0: gross. Nobody else needs to see it. I do. I just say, I have I saw a picture. It. No,
1: Greg. You don't want the picture? No.
0: Nobody Mm -hmm. wants the picture. okay. All right, well, you can post in the chat. You can't post it on... on, It's safe for work. Okay. It's just gross. We're not posting it anywhere else on the internet. You can put it on the chat. Okay. Because it's just fucking gross. I'll find it
1: and post it up there in a little bit.
0: Okay. Well, and then leads to my run. The one that I have been dreading for, what, three months since uh, I got my leg assignment. This is my 7.3 mile along Highway 30... Run in the middle of the night,
1: <laughs> which this is the one you were dreading. This
0: is the one that I was so afraid of because I have never run at one time seven point three miles in my entire life. The most that I've ever run at one time is five miles, and that was hard. Yeah, like without without so
1: even on your last la- last time you did Hood to Coast, it wasn't.
0: No, the last that was one I did. One? Yeah, I mean, because I was saying like the first time I did Hood to Coast, I would I would slow down and like walk a bit, but um, yeah, because my longest one last time I did it was like five point seven five. Okay. But I had walked a little bit during this. But, like, a consecutively, consistently running throughout an entire time, I've never run that long in, in my life. So yeah, the, seven point, is... yeah, the 7.3 miles, that was a little daunting. So get to the exchange point.
1: That's a long ways to run.
0: It is so long to run. <laughs> so I get, so Carrie passes off to me. So Carrie passes me the thing, and I'm like, okay, well, here we go. And it just, oh, God. So I'm running along Highway 30. And as it's like it's basically right at dusk, and like when I'm about a half a mile into it, it turns into darkness where it's just completely dark outside. And Highway 30 is terrifying under the best of circumstances because people are just semis are just flying by, and they're just you know going 80 miles an hour. Don't give a shit about you. And meanwhile, you're running with traffic, with all of this traffic running next to you in the dark. It was about probably about nine o'clock,
1: eight thirty. Probably,
0: I think probably probably
1: right around there. Yeah, let's see. Because I probably handed off. Yeah, probably like eight eight thirty. Yeah, somewhere in there. So that both you and Carrie had super long runs, right? Yeah, there. yeah. I I was, I mean, I was impressed with both of you because yeah, you're right on the side of the road, and that's a lot of exhaust, a lot of fumes, a lot of. It's, it was that's a tough. lot. It was a that's lot of hard. exhaust, a
0: lot of fumes, a lot of loud noises, a mm. lot of cars driving by, and you can't really. I mean, you can't control it. Yeah. And all I keep thinking of is like, if somebody like looks down to like check a text message or something and kind of veers off to the side that they're going to squish me. That's all I could think the entire time. Yeah, I didn't have to deal with any
1: of that kind of stuff on mine because I was mostly off the road.
0: Oh, God, no, so I'm on the side of the highway. Like I, um, I run basically, I crossed over like past like savi's island bridge Mm -hmm. like that's where it was so in that area like savi's island bridge up down around just like hills and bends and it was just it's a gentle rolling hills fuck that shit that is not (laughs) there's nothing gentle about that you drove that length yeah that was not gentle (laughs) no it It was not not gentle it was not and so some of these hills are straight up and i just like i like you had talked about last time when you ran the nine mile i just had to at one point be like this is my life now yeah i'm just running i'm running forever it's never going to stop, ever. Like, I would think that I would have run, like... I remember looking down, because they had some uh, mile markers down on the ground. Like, they spray-painted, like, a um, HTC, and then they'd have, like, a number mm-hmm. for as far as you went. And so, like, I would be looking... Because my watch was completely off, too, which sucks. So I have a distance watch. But my watch made it seem like I was running a lot faster than I was. Yeah. So, like, my watch that I had run five miles, I'm like, oh, this is great. Just as i That's I'm, because
1: it had timed... Yeah. Probably it was messed up because of running downhill before. Yep, yep. So and every step, that they think you're going faster. Exactly. Than you are.
0: Yeah. And so uh, I looked at it, I'm like, okay, I, I already hit mile five. This is actually easier than I thought. And I looked down at the Hood to Coast thing. I've run three miles. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, that's the worst. God, it was so awful. I'm like, I'm not even halfway done yet. I'm not even <laughs> halfway done. And so just... I I don't know. And it's kind of freaky because there are the cars on the left. On the right, there's that railing that you're talking about, but also there's the weird as fuck stuff that happens out past Savi's Island on Highway 30. There were weird noises coming out of the... Like, there's all sorts of, like, grass and things, and I saw some weird bonfires. uh, Not from houses, mind you. Like, people were inside of these areas doing god knows what i heard people talking
1: well i mean in all honesty there are a lot of homeless camps
0: yeah there i heard people talking i heard uh, some weird animal noises because my speakers weren't very loud because since you know since someone got squished uh, years ago, right, running on Highway 30, you can't wear headphones in your ears anymore because I guess that would have prevented them from being uh, squished. It doesn't make any. sense. It's probably
1: a liability thing, just keeping oh, you from being distracted. Yeah, so you, you have these like these speakers
0: that you clip on to your basically your vest because you have to wear like a vest and a headlamp and stuff when you're at night. Mm-hmm. So you can't really hear. So, I mean, I could hear like a little bit of music, but I was just overwhelmed by the semis going by me on the left, and then weird mumblings and animals and stuff on the right that I couldn't see because it was pitch dark. <laughs> All I could see was the light from my headlamp and I'm running along highway 30 cuz there aren't street lights or anything. No, it's, it's getting out into the country. Though. Yeah, it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're on street lights and all I could see is like the glow of like some sort of hobo fire <laughs> and some weird animals. It sounded like it didn't sound like a dog. At one point it sounded like some kind of coyote. Are there coyotes? Yes. And, there are. All right, cuz it sounded weird. It was like howling but it did not sound like a dog. And it was a little ways. I away. mean, that's possible. It's that possible was from, you can that. That wasn't from the there. side that wasn't from the right side. That was from the left side. So when traffic actually stopped for a while on Highway thirty, I heard something howling up in the Well in that's the mountains. up in like
1: Forest Park area is right there. Forest yeah. Park it kinda extends through there. Yeah, something may, was, maybe it ends around there, but anyway, yeah, it's very forest. It
0: was pitch black up there, there weren't any houses up there or anything, and I kept hearing um. this Arr- <laughs> and like fucking fuck. It, it
1: could have been coyotes. It was
0: terrifying. So hobo fires coyotes, semis, <laughs> pitch black. I'm just like fuck. I'm never gonna make it through this. Uh, but finally did. Finally did. It took forever. I just
1: picture a bunch of dudes with like the old like sticks with the uh, polka dot. Uh, oh yeah, with cloth the knapsack. On it. Yeah, with the knapsack.
0: Yeah. There, there was a knapsack. I'm sure that there was. So finally. Fly, 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 fly. <sighs> so finally, finally made it. And I, after it was done, I could not walk. Like It was so weird, so I finished oh, running. No, oh,
1: no. There there was the part in between. So we had pulled over to give Sarah some water along oh, yeah, the way. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And so we're just waiting there for her, because you had said go four miles or a little bit further is fine, but don't go, stop before four miles. So we went four miles, and it was maybe, we were probably a little over four miles, maybe like 4.1, 4.2. We were a little bit over that. I and felt that And so we're sitting on the side one, of the road, and we're waiting for Sarah, and you sit there and you hold out water for her when she comes by, and she grabs it, and she's like, where the fuck were you
0: guys? <laughs> 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 I was so exhausted and, like, my mouth started getting really dry and I just needed some water. And every time I'd go around the bend, let me tell you, it was taunting because I would turn a bend and you'd see all these vans parked and yeah. everyone's like, yay, and well, cheering. Well, you get in your
1: head, you know, you, yeah. you play games with yourself to keep yourself going. You do.
0: And, like, all I was thinking is, like, oh, they have to be one of these vans. That van has because we had, like, a little uh, cubby thing on the top of our van, like one of those traveling van Container things. Yeah. And so I would see the van and I'd see a container. I'm like, there they are. There they are. And do my water inside, so run by. And then it would just be random people cheering and it wouldn't be you guys. And then I'd go into the darkness again. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> where the fuck are they? And then I'd get up to oh, another Oh, yeah. Where have you
1: been? That's what it was.
0: Yeah. Sure. It's like, where have you been? So uh, so I finally approached them. I don't think they're ever going to be there. And I never think this run is ever going to end. It's like 40 minutes into it, like 45 minutes. I'm just like, and my mouth is getting dry because I'm breathing in the exhaust and dust and it was just gross. And so finally, yeah, Greg is just... And they're just all really nice. You know, I love the team. And they're all just like, yay! And at that point, you just want to murder somebody. (laughs) And so Greg gives me the water bottle. I'm just like, where have you been? And just like swigged it, like splashed on my face and just threw it. (laughs) I didn't even hand it back. I just threw it on the ground. And I just kept going. So I knew that if I slowed down, I wasn't going to be able to finish it. (laughs) Oh, that was miserable. And then when I got done... You know, I did the exchange I could not stop my legs from moving yeah. It was the weirdest thing Because so, I had been running for so long When I stopped, my legs just were like jelly And they kept moving forward Like oh, they yeah. didn't know how to stop And I was like wandering around I'm like, I'm not even doing this This is not in my mind Like why, why am I still walking around and stuff <laughs> So, oh god, that was awful But survived You survived it It was terrible You did great It was, that was terrible that was
1: a very, very long way It
0: was so awful
1: and, uh, and yeah, no, you did awesome
0: Yeah, it was awful It was awful it was awful. So anyway, so then we finally, you know, then uh, Corey and then Dan run, and it's time for our. Uh, it's time for Van Two to start and running,
1: and Barry too, and yeah,
0: Barry too. Ran, sorry, yeah, sorry, Barry. Which we'll talk about Barry. I love Barry.
1: Barry uh, is Carrie's brother. He's Barry from New and Zealand, Carrie, <laughs> and yeah, Barry is fantastic. But he he gave us some info that we'll talk about here later mm-hmm. too. Give me some terms. Um. So uh. So yeah, we we did that, and then that's when we handed off to Van Two. Which means we get like a few hours of to attempt in between to sleep. five six hours, you know, estimated in between there.
0: And let's just say this is when it decided to start sprinkling. Yes.
1: Yes. So you get to this huge interchange part. It's out in the middle of the country in the middle of nowhere. Um thank you to Carrie for driving, finding this place. Oh, God you have bless a map, it. but it's still you're you're a deep in the woods. So you start heading uh west into the Coast Range, but not off of any main road. You get off of Highway 30, you get off of you're not on 26. You're literally like taking gravel roads and taking the back you're roads in the middle of over, nowhere. The, over there over the Coast Range because that's where they have people run. And so you're trying to find your way based on these maps to this field in the middle of nowhere where all these other vans are, where you can park, and there's porta potties, and that's where the interchange, er, the, the exchanges. So we finally find this place, and you get parked, and then it's like, okay, now's your only time you're going to have to sleep. So we get there about. It is
0: the, and there's a lot of pressure with that too. It's like you, like you know, you have to, you know, it's the only time that you can sleep, and it's already such a mind fuck doing this mm-hmm. that like you're just you're you've your own since, worst enemy. Yeah, you've been up
1: since four in the, four, 4.30 in the morning. You know, little sleep from the night before. You're very tired. You're hungry, so you you know, eat whatever you can. And got there I, I don't know what time we got there. I, I think it was 1:32, like one thirty two, something like that. I think that. it was like two
0: in the morning. So this would have been two o'clock on Saturday morning.
1: Yeah. Two AM. Yeah. Yep. And then uh and then had to yeah, park and try to get sleep. I was the, gonna be the first one running and and was nice enough to let me try to sleep in the... Th- let me say, this was the luxury sleeping. The luxury sleeping was <laughs> sitting in the front seat and leaning the chair back. That was a luxury bed. <laughs> that
0: was luxury. That's a
1: luxury bed at that point with my feet cramped up underneath me, trying to lay back on this thing and kind of a pillow half-cocked underneath So
0: Greg me. got luxury sleeping. I got
1: the, the suite. In this He deal. got
0: the suite of everything. So yeah. Greg was in the driver's seat. Dan, because uh, he'd done the majority of the driving, and he had some long legs coming out. So Danny uh, was in the passenger seat, mm-hmm. and then Corey, whose van it was, and who had done, you know, a ton she got us a pool like where it's like Corey gets the queen bee. Like she right. gets to she gets to sleep in the far back right. with the. Um, I don't know what the...
1: Yeah, which is still... Yeah. Still, you're cramped up. With, like, in the bench. Spot. Like, yeah. the bench in the back of yeah, the van. Yeah, the bench seat.
0: And then that leaves three other people, because there are six people on the team, of course. So uh, so Barry and Carrie and I were just like, okay, well, there isn't room for us in the van. It's going to get hot with all of us in there anyway, so we're like, okay, well, we'll just figure out a way to sleep outside,
1: Which they have a sleeping area, which is basically just a marked-off section of the field.
0: Which I didn't know. So we so, we attempt, so we're like, okay, fine. Um... I didn't really know what to do because we didn't have a tent and and I didn't, I felt like a little bitch, but I'm like, okay. So at this point it's raining. We don't have any cover. We can't fit in the van. There's absolutely no other option. We're like, okay, so I guess we're going to get out our sleeping bags and sleep next to the van and hope that, you know, nobody steps on us. That's all that's, that is like the best of all situations at that point. We're just hoping that we can. So we finally get situated. It's raining outside Laying there in our sleeping bags with our sleeping bags over our heads, trying to sleep in the rain. And then all of a sudden we hear a, hey, hey, you guys aren't allowed to sleep there. You can't sleep there. You guys have to go to the sleeping area. We're like, oh, God. Oh, God. So meanwhile, Greg and Dan and Corey are in the van not getting rained on. And we're just like, okay, so we have to pick up all of our stuff.
1: In the comfort of our crouched positions (laughs) wedged in between the steering wheel.
0: (laughs) So we have to pick up all of our stuff. So I had my sleeping bag, my pillow, all of which was already wet, and everything else. And it was and it was starting to get really cold. I mean, we're in the middle of a field. We're yeah. literally in the middle of a field of a field next to a, a shitty, like, mountain, like, or mountain, I you don't know, farm road yeah. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and so the lady tells us that we, she's like, you've got to move. You can't sleep there. And so we're like, okay. So we had to pick up all of our stuff in the rain, walk, uh, I don't know, a good, like, I don't know, probably not very far, like about 200 yards yeah. to where the sleeping area was.
1: Which too, really quick about those ladies that were going around and the people that were telling people to move, like those are all volunteers. That's their
0: job. It's their job. Like yeah. we weren't supposed to be sleeping there. And we they, just wanted to be. And they're working for
1: free, which is so awesome that so many people help out. So you have to, it's, it's hard though sometimes when they're telling you you can't do something <sighs> and you're so, so tired, tired and exhausted and you're like, no, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like you turn into like basically a crabby kid at that point. Like, yeah. no, no, why I'm, are you, too, you can't tell me what to do, it's like, no, no. They're actually doing you a favor They're and doing the nice thing. Doing
0: it for your own safety. Like yeah. we were laying in between our van and another van, like within this like f- I don't know four foot area. Which basically, if anyone was in the other van, they could have stepped out and squished us, like, and, or run over you, if or they didn't run see you over us there. if yeah. they didn't see us. Like it was dangerous for us to be there, but we were just so tired. Yeah, and so we're like, fine. So we picked up all of our shit, Barry and Carrie and I. We went to the sleeping zone. Barry,
1: Carrie, and Sarah.
0: Barry, Carrie, and Sarah. So we walked over the sleeping zone, and it's just the weirdest thing. It's this roped off, so they have all of it, like, roped off with, like, caution tape kind of stuff. And it's just hundreds of people in sleeping bags. (laughs) It looks like caterpillars, just a whole bunch of people all laying this way and that, you know, trying to cover themselves. And nobody brings a tent because nobody thought it was going to be raining. So, like, a hundred people are all sleeping in this one area, just one next to the other. Trying to get some sleep. So we find a space for the three of us and we all just get into our space. And at, at that time, it started to pretty steadily rain. But it's at that point when you realize it's the same thing like, there's no place else for me to go. I, there's no other option. No, that's My it. only option to get any amount of sleep is to lay here in a sleeping bag in the rain on the ground in a field. <laughs> And that's all that I have. So I tried to cover my face with my sleeping bag, but it kept getting too hot because, thankfully, Greg let me borrow uh, one of his awesome, like, super fancy camping sleeping bags because I don't have one. So it's really warm in the sleeping bag. But so much so, like, I couldn't cover my face from the rain because it would just get way too hot.
1: Well, because it's it's not like it was that cold, and that sleeping bag's meant for – it's good for down to, like, 20 degrees. Yeah. So – If you're outside with it, yeah, it could actually get warm and wet at the same time. I
0: was quite toasty. However, I couldn't breathe, so I just had to to become zen with it. So I just pulled the sleeping bag off of my face and just laid there (laughs) looking at the sky as rain is pouring on my face and everything's getting soaked and everyone's just laying there. And we're all getting rained on. I'm just like, (laughs) why am I doing this? I am laying in a field in the middle of nowhere getting rained on. At 3 o'clock, I finally fell asleep at... 3.15 3.15 was the last time I looked at my at my watch, and I was awoken at 4. So I got a good 45 <laughs> minutes of sleep to run the remaining six miles on.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. It's- but
0: that was the most – I have to say that was – I have never really felt so much like I was roughing it than when I had no cho- – like, usually you usually have a choice. Well, my choice was to not run hood to coast, but I gave well, up. At that, that point, choice. that choice is <laughs> gone. Yeah, you <laughs> that made your decision. Gone. So, like, all you can do is like, all I could do is just lay there in the rain. So, I mean, <laughs> once I became, uh, once I I made peace with it, it was fine. My forty five mm-hmm. minutes of sleep was not that bad. Yeah. But then four four fifteen in the morning came very very quickly.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't know how much sleep I had because. Um, My phone was dead, so I couldn't even check that, and I I didn't have a way to set an alarm, and thankfully, Carrie was going to be... She was going to be the alarm and wake me up. And we have little uh, radios, like like walkie-talkie-style radios, where once the other van gets into range they can radio us cuz we have a general idea of when they'll be there for the for the exchange mm. but i have to be up there and ready to go to take the baton from yep. brooke who is who is well there's running. no
0: cell service so we can't contact each other on cell phones no
1: so you just kind of no have way. to wait until somebody gets in range for the for the walkie-talkie radio to be able to talk to the person otherwise yeah we can estimate it but we don't know so either way i have to be ready to go and give it a good half hour leeway because everybody was running faster of being up there standing by the side of the road just waiting for our person mm-hmm. to show up and carrie got me up my legs were completely locked up <laughs> at this point they're so sore i i like couldn't hardly stand and i'm like i have to go run and even though it's this is a short run mind you for for this thing it was like 3.75 miles or four miles whatever it was that's short that's a very short run for the mm-hmm. coast and I'm like, okay, well, I can, I can do that, but, man, my, my legs won't move. Like, I can't, I can't move them. They're just they're locked straight. So I'm sitting there trying to massage them, trying to wake up, and get to the side of the road. And we're standing there waiting. We, we never got a hold, of, a hold of our other van with the radios. I don't know whether the radios didn't work. I don't know whether they didn't have it on, whether the channels were wrong. Whatever it is, we never got in touch with them. Mm-hmm. So we thought our runner was coming in at about five thirty. So I was like, okay, well, I have a little bit of time here to try to warm up. <laughs> you know, she'll be probably That's always right great. around then.
0: Estimating, and it's always so classy when we're estimating when they're coming back and saying, "We'll meet you next to the porta potties." Let's <laughs> find.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I had to be up there too. Yeah, I know.
0: So we're just like, so like you even... have to like try and have a meeting point.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had to stand there because I had to take the baton. So I had to be standing next to the road. But we got there, you know, a good 20 minutes before she was estimated to come in. I'm standing by the road trying to warm up, just looking. And you wait for somebody to call their numbers because that's how you know they're coming.
0: Yeah, they have a call system.
1: Yeah, where they'll be like, okay, 425, coming in. And then you know to get up there and get ready to take the baton. And we're standing there forever. and, and, uh, And I'm like, okay, well, she's not there yet, not there yet. And then finally somebody starts yelling for yelling greg from what i understand because i was so out of it i was so tired and i wasn't even really awake Mm -hmm. and i look over there and it's not brooke standing there but two of our other teammates are standing there holding the baton they're like hey greg and i'm like holy okay i'm not i wasn't looking for two dudes i was looking (laughs) for the girl running in and i run over there and it's it's alejandro and paul and they're like they hand me the baton so i have no idea what's happened at this point like well where is brooke why didn't i see her run in How long have they been waiting for me? And this was about like 5.15 or so when I took it Mm -hmm. estimated. And I'm like, so it's just instant from standing there thinking I got time to warm up to bam, grab it, go. That's it. You got to go. (laughs) Got to go now. So I, I grabbed it. I start running and it's, you know, pitch black. And I'm running along and one of you have to have these flashers on your vest. And my front one kept flying off. So I'd have to turn around, grab it, pick it up, and and keep running again. Oh, that's again. annoying. Yeah, it happened about three times. Oh, and then finally I'm like, well, fuck it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna hold on to it, which I don't even know if it was legal or not, but I wouldn't stand on my vest. So I just held on to it, and any time I saw a car coming my way, I would hold it up, <laughs> hold up this little flashing LED, and make sure it was very well seen. Yeah, because there's a, it was a really tiny uh, side of the road that you're running mm-hmm. on, and you're out there by yourself because at that point it spread out so much and I'm so tired I'm like half asleep and that's when my mind kind of started drifting off and I'm like I started I'm just going to say this I was a little bit delirious at this point point. I started thinking about like oh yeah well you know what this actually is where Sasquatches would be Oh, if they God. were out here this is where the Sasquatches would be because we're way up into the woods and I started thinking about what I would do if Sasquatch well, you've got to entertain
0: up. yourself at that point. That's it.
1: you got to come up with things to entertain yourself because it's too dark to see anything. I can't see the scenery. I have my music going, but other than that, I'm just looking at a black road, black pavement in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, well, yeah, let's start talking about uh, Sasquatches. Yeah, Sasquatch. What am I going to do if a Sasquatch shows up? These are the games I play with myself wow. to try to keep myself entertained. Yeah. Anyway, made it. Made the four miles. Passed it off, and then I was done. And it was, uh, I have to say, it was a bit of a relief, but at that point, then I'm like, okay... I, I just did that I accomplished that mm-hmm. that, that was awesome uh, You know At that point Then you really feel like you, You've done something But I know that I also knew that Everybody else Since I was the first one done Everyone else still had Their legs to go So I didn't want to talk About it too much How yeah. excited I was Because everyone else Is thinking Oh god I'm still going to have to run So I didn't want to be The guy that's like Hey guys This was awesome I'm all done right now Oh do I'm looking forward. To it. So I didn't want to be that guy. Sure, so I'm glad that I, you I, weren't because I probably I kept quiet. You I, and yes. I know that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kept I kept quiet about it.
0: Yeah, and then I did my last one, and it was long, and it sucked because mine was like six miles. But it was again, it was just like uh, I'm just zen with the fact that this is just going to happen forever. It just mm-hmm. kept on continuing, and but it was awesome because I had a, a mix of eighty-eight different songs that I had for my thing. And right as I was rounding the bend for my uh, last exchange to give my thing and be done. My Chariots of Fire song came on. <laughs> I had that in my mix. Like randomly? Yeah, randomly, because I just had it on shuffle. And Chariots of Fire came on just as I was rounding the band and I saw the exchange. And it was like, do, 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 do. It was awesome. <laughs> so, and I too was delirious at that time. And I'm like, all right, and this is, and people, um, you know, as you're, like, running, because everyone's kind of getting close to uh, the end, and I could see people kind of looking at me but as I'm <laughs> listening to Chariots of Fire. I'm like, what?
1: It's awesome! <laughs> dun, 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 dun.
0: This was, uh, this is as I was crossing a bridge. And you can see that <laughs> I just passed the... Uh, There's a sign that they put up. I had passed the sign about, I don't know, a quarter of a mile, half a mile earlier. Because they give you a warning, like, you know, exchange point up a mile ahead. And so this started like as I was like a half a mile away. <laughs> it was glorious. It did give me a little pep in my step at the end. that,
1: that is that it is was a good. Great just, idea. It was
0: neat though, just randomly out of the eighty eight <laughs> songs on my last leg, the last song was Chariots of Fire
1: I was pretty are stoked are people Running next to you Did they say they, anything
0: No nobody ever commented On my music I had so many Random things playing And I was expecting <laughs> Someone to say something I felt a little silly I'm like whatever This is fucking awesome
1: I'm going to post a picture Of you running here In the Oh yeah uh,
0: With there. my Chariots oh, people of to Fire Imagine game.
1: that going to Even though that's From your first leg like, Still yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah I am not An attractive runner But it was great and then we were done! And then somebody legally distinct from us, we packed up, as soon as everybody finished up all of their legs, then we all started driving back uh, toward the coast for the finish line. And somebody, a team legally distinct from ours, pulled off to the side of the road and bonded with another team legally distinct from them and had celebratory beers because we all fucking did it. Yep. And it was awesome.
1: All legally distinct from us. All legally distinct from us. Yep.
0: Just randomly all decided to pick the same pullout and, and we saw them and they looked at us like, oh shit. Is it the cops? And then we looked at them like, oh shit, is this a par- is this a driveway? And then they had their beers and we're like, yes. <laughs> Legally distinct. But well, yes. And it was that awesome.
1: is another one of the things. We're talking about what the amazing things are um, you know, from doing this. And it is that everybody else is doing it too, so no matter who you see, they're going through the same thing of all these thousands of other people. And so there's just like a mutual respect and everybody knows Knows they're doing it, you know, for fun and for hanging out with everyone else and having a celebratory beer afterwards mm-hmm. and talking to them, and you can always relate to somebody because you'd be like, "Oh, what leg did you run? Oh, here's what I did, yeah, and this and this and this." And it is so like and it's really, it's a really, really cool experience.
0: And what we realized and what we were talking to Barry about, uh, so Barry is Carrie's brother from New Zealand. And he actually flew in to do it, like flew into the states, you know, to like visit family and like do do other yeah, things. Yeah, he, he also, was like a wedding or something. Yeah, and he also came in to do Head to coast. And we were sitting uh, after we were all done. He was sitting there, and he's like, you know what? I wasn't sure exactly what this run was about. He's like, but then I realized that it wasn't about the running. It's about the experience. He's like, the run has nothing to do with how amazing this race is. No, it yeah. has absolutely like you run in it, but that is like the mostly the least important thing that you do.
1: It is, yeah. That's just what you do. It's what
0: you do to get to to get to have the experience. It's the price yeah. it's, it's what you the, like the price that you pay mm-hmm. to be able to get back what you what you get from it
1: and there are good things about the run you know seeing the sides seeing seeing different things you're never gonna who's gonna ever run down these roads you know you would never be doing that can so I be super cheesy things. yeah and
0: seeing inside and, and something like this it makes you see inside of yourself a little bit to yeah. see how far you'll push yourself what you can do mm-hmm. to motivate yourself like uh, how important it is to you to you know like what, what kind of accomplishments you want to make yeah it's it's because for me I wasn't competing for anything except for against myself like it no, doesn't yeah. Matter yeah. if I if I walked or not, but for me, my goal was to just mm-hmm. try and do as good as I can without dying. Yeah, <laughs> that and, that's all, and that's all
1: that matters, you know, and that's what our team was. You know, mm. that, that's why it was fun. There are those uh, they call them elite teams that are the super fast runners, like professional runners, who come in and do it and. Running in ridiculous amounts of time. God, it's, like, it's
0: so ridiculous.
1: You'll see those people once. Once on your run, you'll probably see them. You'll see a blur. You'll of hear, them. You, you usually won't even hear them coming up behind you as you're running. Just all of a sudden, bam, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like two seconds, they're past you and they're, they're running faster than you could ever sprint in your entire life. Ever. And that's their pace for running six miles. Ever. It's, it's insane how fast they are. But so after that, you know, went to Seaside and. Um,
0: Got to stay in an amazing condo. Yes. And they had uh, like none of us, of course, at that point, my legs had locked up, I could not walk. I swear i it was so hard, I could not sit down or get up, and today I still can 't like I rode my bike to try and loosen up my legs, but
1: yeah, yeah, it was uh that was tough, but we we got into seaside and you know had some had some dinner there 's a picture in the live chat of um that 's us having the having like lunch after we get ended up finishing. So after we had run all of our things and then, yeah, went to Seaside. And it's kind of cool. So there, you go to the finish line, and Van 2 is still finishing up their legs. So we got to stay, like we said, in this fantastic place, courtesy of Dan, mm-hmm. with a swimming pool and a hot tub and all that. Oh, my God. Was it was so, so awesome.
0: awesome. And it's right on the beach, too. Like, we took pictures of it. I Here I have a picture of the view from the balcony. It was just ridiculous.
1: Yeah. And so we get there, and we get, you know, we, we have a few hours in between. And... um, and we, we kind of got ready and then you go down to where the finish line is and you wait for the final your final runner who actually runs it into seaside onto the beach mm-hmm. so it, it really does it's hood to coast starts at top of Mount Hood to to the beach the last last little
0: yep on the sand last little part is on the
1: sand mm-hmm. and you stand there and you wait till your runner shows up and then sh- she showed up and sh- kind of waits there so there's a staging area and doesn't quite cross the finish line yet and they stop the timer actually right then and then your whole team gets out and joins her joins or whoever your last runner is and then all of you they're like okay go mm-hmm. go team beer pressure and everybody runs across the finish line together it's it's pretty cool it's, it's a pretty, pretty awesome. cool experience yeah and it was uh, it was I mean really it's insane
0: awesome. it's crazy you hate it you you're in pain as you're running you know th- like i can't tell what anything what's happening in anybody else's head but i mean yeah. like you know it's hard it's really hard it to do
1: it is it's <laughs> but difficult. i mean
0: at the end I don't know. There's just, it's, it, it's hard to describe, which is why it sounds so silly uh-huh. because you can't describe it. So people just are like, why the hell are you doing something like that? Yeah.
1: Well, it does. It seems ridiculous. Why would you do something like this? But it, it is that, ex- it, I just, I don't know what to say other than I, I recommend it to anyone. You don't take it seriously, the running part, because you do have to train for it. Uh, I would not suggest just going off of the couch and going to do this. I, that will be, that would be miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the next time I'm going to train a little bit more and, and be a little bit even more prepared than I was and and we did train yeah you know
0: then we yeah but I like after this year I realized that I I trained in my way of training I didn't right. actually train to be ready for it
1: yeah 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 <laughs> but still we did it but we it was it fun and, and, and you know
0: what it was it was yeah I am just I'm very happy that I did it
1: Yeah, me too. It's so Mm -hmm.
0: hard, and you're sleep-deprived, and you're tired, but you get the right people to do it, and it really is just this uh, unreal kind of experience that you get. like to start on the top of a mountain and end at the beach and Mm -hmm. get to be around a bunch of people who have gone through the exact same experience that you have, regardless of what level. Of athletes
1: Yeah, are. however fast they are, however mm. slow they are, it doesn't matter. There's people that walk it. There's people that... Um, there's you know, Portland there's, to Coast. Portland to Coast, which is for walkers. Mm-hmm. And there's people that, you know, are, are doing their best, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, like you said, it doesn't matter how fast or how slow you are. It's just <laughs> the fact that you do it.
0: Kenny's commenting that y'all look surprisingly chipper. Dude, you don't even know how happy you are to be at the beach. And yeah. there's beer. Oh, the beer.
1: The, a lot of beer gets drank a in Seaside. A lot of beer. And it was... Uh, and we drank a lot of that beer. And I also a lot of that beer. <laughs>
0: Well, and I do have, uh, I didn't bring it today, but I did perhaps find a new friend in Seaside.
1: Are you going to talk about this today? N- nope,
0: I'm going to talk about it tomorrow because I, I left him at home.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, good, <laughs> and hopefully he'll never show up. So, <laughs> no, Sarah may say. or may not have made a new friend. Yes. While we were over there. It's in, true. Uh, in Seaside. So that is the experience of Hood to Coast. That so we ended is what up,
0: it's like from our perspective.
1: We ended up hanging out there at, at the beach, having beer. You bond with everybody you talk to because everybody's done it. Everybody's sore, walking kind of weird. And uh, Oh, I uh, do want to say thank you to Mikey. Mikey uh, Nielsen from <gasps>
0: Mikey. He was working at a place called Sam's there in Seaside, and he he made uh, a very funny Hobbit joke at Greg's expense.
1: He did indeed. <laughs> he did indeed. Yeah, Mikey was working there from, of course, Chronicles of the Nerds. So we went and said said hi to him, and uh, yeah, he was there. Ran into a bunch of people that that we knew from. Oh, do
0: you guys know know the best the bestest thing of all of Hood to Coast hmm. is that you can eat whatever the fuck you want after you're done and not feel guilty about it. I oh, yeah, eat pizza. I eat. Burritos, like gr- cheeseburgers, tater tots, everything. Because you know mm. what, you've just burned so many goddamn calories. It doesn't matter. No, it does not matter.
1: Eat and drink to your to uh, until you want.
0: you're gonna burst.
1: I ate two cheeseburgers, tater tots, fries, and pizza all in that afternoon. Yeah,
0: and like <laughs> like we, I think I ate, we ate that within like four hours. Yeah, just kept on eating. Yep. just keep eating. Yeah, that's what you and do. It's
1: awesome because you've earned it. Yeah. And oh yeah Lots of free beer We had lots of free beer Lots of free beer (laughs) Lots of free beer
0: Mm, Alright well tomorrow We'll we'll talk about my new friend
1: Yeah we'll talk about that Um, We'll talk about some Some of the new things I learned from Barry About uh, New Zealand
0: Yes Barry taught us A lot about New Zealand Yeah Mm -hmm.
1: I've learned some things I also learned that My accent may attract Quite a few ladies down there
0: Oh so you might be Needing to take a trip To New Zealand Yep you said The
1: American accent Works very well down there So the chicks will love you I'm going remember that. Anyway, we'll we'll talk a lot about that <laughs> stuff. I've got some meth head updates, all kinds of things that'll coming tomorrow. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning into our show, and thanks for uh, for listening to what. Uh, thank you. Le- thanks the, for letting you know?
0: us talk about this. It was it's just yeah. such an experience. Now it's kind of behind us, but we wanted to let you know what it was like from the perspective of people who were crazy. Yeah. And running from a mountain to the beach Yeah, yeah. and
1: uh, a lot of these pictures will be up on our Facebook page uh, Facebook.com slash Radio uh, You can go back and follow our Twitter account Fun Emp Radio, because we posted all along the thing And, and at Greg Nibbler and at Sarah X Dillon mm-hmm. You know, follow both of those two. Yeah,
0: I'm starting to get good on th- That's what I did this weekend too I, I'm embracing I'm my Twitter account
1: Yeah, we're both doing that I've trying been doing to do a better Job. It. I'm trying to that.
0: post at least once a day, if not more
1: So at Sarah X Dillon, at Greg Nibbler G-R-E-G-N-I-B-L-E-R But he B. doesn't spell my name one B, well, Sarah <laughs> X Dillon—that's pretty clear.
0: So many, a lot of people spell it D I L L O N. Okay, well, th- feel free. It's D Y L A N. But follow Greg because he says funnier things than I do. Uh,
1: and follow <laughs> at Fun Emp Radio and all of that stuff. Uh, so uh, one, one quick other thing in business. So on Friday, the Geek in the City Boys, yeah, took over Fun Employment Radio. We'll have that up for download here at some point this week. Yeah, it'll be available for download on the website. <laughs> we'll let you know when. I haven't listened oh, to it man. yet. I have no idea what they said about us.
0: I want to hear this immediately. Yeah, but we will, uh, or do we'll I? Hear
1: That I don't know. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but we'll we'll put it up there. So thank you, everyone. Thank you to everyone for, for your
0: support, it. for the messages, for every the words of mm. encouragement. You know, this was a really big thing for us to do, and we yeah. really appreciate you, and you're the reason that we look forward to coming here
1: every day. Absolutely. Your support <laughs> means everything. If you can subscribe, please do so. It helps us out tremendously. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you can take advantage of, even if you can't listen to us live. It supports us.
0: And today on the network, actually speaking of the network, we do have a brand new drive time at the drive-in. Yeah. Mr.
1: Aaron Duran. With Mr.
0: Aaron Duran. With I believe followed by a new accidental housewives, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, with probably all of the guys are going to be there because oh, Trek yeah. in the Park is done. Trek so. in the Park wrapped up yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. There right we here, go. Live on Fun Employment Radio. <laughs>
0: Keelan <laughs> saying you totally—they totally did not destroy science facts.
1: Oh, I'll so have to find out go. about that. we will okay. see. We'll see what all gets right. posted. <laughs> 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 all right. Thank you, everyone. You guys are awesome. We'll talk to you tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio
0: with maybe a special guest. Dot oh. com.
1: <laughs>